Welcome to the Stockdale UCC podcast. We hope that you are encouraged and find deeper purpose and meaning in your walk with Christ. If you would like more information about Stockdale United Christian Church, please visit us at stockdaleucc.org. Matthew chapter 21, starting at verse 28. But what think ye? A certain man had two sons. He came to the first... Yeah, that's right. You need to hear that part. He came to the first and said, Son, go work today in my vineyard. And he answered and said, I will not. But afterward he repented and went. Then he came to the second and said, Likewise. And he answered and said, I go, sir, and went not. Whether of the twain did the will of his father, they said to him, The first. Jesus saith unto him, Verily I say unto you that the publicans and harlots go into the kingdom of God before you. So, this morning, this one, this one comes with a title, and the title's pertinent, so it's, it's got to happen here. How to finish well. This morning, we're going to talk about how to finish well. Because one of the things we learn is... Oftentimes, it's not how we start something that really matters. It's how we finish. It's not how we begin the process, often that makes the big difference, but it's how we finish. Here we have a story of two two young men. The first one, his father comes and said, hey, I want you to go out and, 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 and go work the farm a little bit here. So the first one, you know what he says? He says, no, I'm not doing it. That'd be one of my kids. That'd be both my kids. No, I'm not doing it. But the, uh, we read the scripture and it says and later he repented. Uh, the word repent means to, to turn around or to change, to go the other way. So later he, he tells his dad, no, I'm not going to do it. But he thinks better of it. Something changes in him and he turns around and he goes and he works in the field. But the father goes to the other son. He says, son, would you go work in my field? And the son says to the father, yeah, absolutely. And then he doesn't do it. That happens around my house too. (laughs) Yeah. Reagan's been promised me she's going to clean her rooms for about three years now. It still hasn't happened. So one of the things we have to understand, it's, it's, it's not really about how well we start. Because Jesus asked the question after he tells this story, he said, which of these two did the will of his father? They're like, the first one. Now, 
That doesn't make sense, does it? But the first one, he said, no, I'm not going to go out. I'm not going to do it. That's what he said to his dad. But yet at the end of the story, we find out the one who done the will of his father wasn't the one who started the best, but he was the one who knew how to finish well. He made the right choice in the end. He made the right decision in the end. And for you and I, we need to understand how to finish well. Because sometimes we get off on the wrong foot. Sometimes we make mistakes. Sometimes we start off bad. But we can finish well. We can finish good. Paul writes this in 1 Corinthians chapter 9. He says this, Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. So run... That you may obtain. Now I, I, want, I, I looked up and this morning I was sitting there at the piano and I was playing. And I, I, I looked up and Gabe has a shirt on. Gabe, when no one can see Gabe. Not that Gabe, the other Gabe. He has a shirt on. And what does your shirt say, Gabe? It says run. There's a big Nike emblem. And you know what it says? It says run. And I was, I was looking up there. Of course, I'm... I'm Still, I always am, am putting a sermon together. It doesn't matter if I had a hundred things down there the night before when the Lord throws something at me. It's like, wow. got and, and that scripture, I seen that shirt, it said run, and that scripture popped in my head. Because listen, you know who wins the race? The one who runs to the end. The one who strives to get there. The one who finishes. Paul says this, that, that not all that run the race win. Right? Not all who run win. Just one. So you know what? Run that you can obtain. Now Paul's not making a commentary about Christianity saying that only one person gets to go to heaven. But no, he's saying that if you want to uh, accomplish what you set out for, run in such a way that you can get the prize. Don't run in a way that, that well... I guess I may make it, I may not, I don't know. No, if you're going to run, run to win. That's the point Paul's trying to make here. It's about finishing well. It's about winning the prize. If we want to finish well, one of the first things we have to learn to do is how to push through the things that are behind us. I'm, I, I'm one of those people, I'm kind of stubborn. I, I, just a little bit, I can be a little bit stubborn. Yeah, don't look at me like that, Reg. Just a little bit stubborn. And if I say I'm going to do something this way, this is the way I'm going to do it. Whether it's right or wrong, I'm going to do it my way. Right? Anybody else like that? Huh? No, not in this church, nope. Ain't none of them people here. <laughs> but sometimes I get a little bit stubborn. And you know, sometimes I wonder if I was this first son and I said, no, I'm not going out there. If I might not have just, because, you know, he changed his mind. He's like, you know what? Okay, I, I really need to go. I need to go because dad asked me to, you know, whatever his reasoning was. But maybe I would have been like, well, I said I wasn't doing it, so I'm just not going to do it. Maybe I would have been that kind of guy. Or, well, I already messed up too bad. 
Have you ever, have you ever done that before? Back when I was in high school, I used to run track. I mostly done field events, right? Field events are not are the ones you don't run. They're the ones you do other things. You jump or you throw things. Uh, I tend to do, I, I, I ran hurdles, and I would fill in on relays, whatever relay. One, one time, and this side note, I, 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 I would, my coach would just, if he needed someone, someone was sick or something, and he needed someone to relay, I would just jump in and I would do it. And, and I, but I, I never was good at distance. So one time he asked me to jump in on a, a four-by-800-meter relay. Yeah, it's a half mile. I am built for speed. I, I was built for speed, okay? Does that make you feel better? I, I used to be kind of fast, right? I never, never even attempted to run distance, right? But he needed somebody in a 4 by 800 meter relay. So you know what I did? I jumped in there. The other three guys were pretty good. I was not so good. And I'll tell you what, that first 400 meters, I was blowing everybody's doors. I was doing real good, but then I ran out of gas. Now, it wasn't so good. I, everybody who I passed passed me back, plus more. But something happened to me one time. I was, I was down at the uh, Portsmouth in- Invitation. I just started throwing discus. Uh, you guys know what discus is? It's like a disc. You throw it, right? I just started throwing discus. I really didn't know the technique well. So... I'm down there, and I'm throwing, and man, these guys down there, they're good, okay? They're, they're good. They're out throwing, they're throwing 150, 160, 170 feet, and I'm up here, my first one I throw, and I'm like, man, that's 90 feet if I'm lucky. So you know what I did? I stepped out, because you got a circle, and if you step out of a circle, it's a foul. So I stepped out of the circle so they wouldn't get written down. It's, it's a, they just mark it out as, as a foul, right? I'm like, well, I ain't going to want that embarrassing thing on my... I think so. I just stepped out of the circle. So one of the guys there, I don't know what school he's from. He's like, hey, let, let me show you, you know, a little bit. And he was trying to help me out. So next time I come up, it's a little better. Still wasn't good. Like, I don't want that kind of embarrassment. Stepped out of the circle. Foul. Right. So the third time I go up and I throw another one, I'm like, oh, you know, this ain't going to be good. Step out, so you only get three tries, right? Step out of the circle, foul. I just scratched the whole thing. I step out of the circle, and that guy's like, why did you do that? That last one was a really good throw. It's like, really? Really? It, it, it was a good throw, but they didn't even measure it. But it went a long way. He's like, why would you do that? You want to know why I did that? Because I had gotten myself so used to failure. I'd gotten so wrapped up In my mind, I'd gotten so wrapped up in my failure that I couldn't allow success to happen in my life. I was so wrapped up in the things that I was doing wrong in my inability when I finally was able to do and to achieve, I gave up before I ever really got started. We have to learn if we're going to finish well to push through our past, to push through our mistakes, to push through the the things that we've done wrong. There's a scripture in Philippians chapter 3. This is Paul again. He says, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind 
and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark of the high, of the, for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Paul says, I, I, I haven't made it yet. I don't consider myself that I've obtained, but there is one thing that I do. If Paul was here this morning and he was telling us how to finish well, you know, he would say, there is one thing I do to help me finish well. I forget the things that are behind me and I reach out to the things that are before me. You have to press through your past if you want to finish well. You have to push through all the things that you've got in your head. It says you can't do it. Oh, you're not good. It's not going to work. Oh, you want, you, you know, you're not that kind of person. Well, all those things. So often we step out of the circle to disqualify ourselves. Before we even understand what it is that God is trying to do in our life. Before we give Him a chance to make us something new. We try to disqualify ourselves from God's grace. When God says, my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. But we try to disqualify ourselves from God's grace before we give God a chance to work in our life. But if we are going to finish well, we've got to learn to press through our past. We've got to get past the past. This one thing I do. You know how Paul started? You know how Paul's Christian experience started? Killing them. Imprisoning them. Punishing them. That's, that's his first experiences with the Christian faith. But Paul writes a lot of the New Testament that we read. How is it? How is it that that man who did that is able to become a, a, an authority on the doctrine of, of, of Christ? How is it? Because he did one thing. He forgot those things that are behind. And he retched forward, he retched out for the things that were in front of him. And this morning, if you want to finish well, you've got to get past the past. If you want to finish well, we need to take a, a page out of Joshua's book, literally, the book of Joshua, chapter 11, verse 15. <laughs> That's a, that was a corny joke, wasn't it? Sherry laughed. She thought it was funny. Thank you, Sherry. I, I, I just have to have one or two people in here that laugh at my corny jokes every once in a while. So Not everybody gets them because they're really not that funny sometimes. But Joshua, chapter 11. Verse 15, I, I want you to listen. Now, Joshua, Joshua was completing a job that Moses had started, right? Moses led the children of Israel out of the promised land, but because of Moses' disobedience, he didn't get to go into the land 
with the children of Israel. So Joshua became the guy who brought the children of Israel into the promised land. But one of the things that that we want to see here in Joshua chapter 11, verse 15, it says, As the Lord commanded Moses his servant, so did Moses command Joshua, and so did Joshua. He left nothing undone of all that the Lord commanded Moses. This phrase right here that I I want to draw your attention to is he left nothing undone. If you want to finish well, we have to learn to do what Joshua did and not leave things undone. So many times there are things that we leave unsaid. Experiences we left untried. Oftentimes, in our life, we don't do things because we're afraid. But one of the things that I have come to realize in my life is that if I want to leave a lasting impact, I'm not going to do it by doing nothing. Let that soak in for a second. No one has ever touched another person's life by doing nothing. No one has had an impact on their community by doing nothing. You know who has the great impact? Are those who do something. How many things have you, maybe the Lord has laid on your heart and said, you need to do this. And you didn't do it. How many people has the Lord said, why don't you go talk to them? And you didn't do it. Now, I'm not trying to lay a guilt trip at your feet, but there is, there is for us. If we want to finish well, we have to understand that there are tasks and callings that the Lord puts in our life, that He puts in front of us, and it's important for us that we don't leave those things undone. Because those are the avenues that God is giving us to touch the lives of others. I often... And, and I don't know if anybody's ever done this, but my, my dad, to me, is an incredible person. Now, I, he may not stand out to a lot of other people, but my, my dad, to me, is, is an incredible guy. And my dad did a lot of stuff in his life. Um, you know, at times, I will sit and I will think about, because I'm at the age now that I remember when my dad was my age well. Um, I would have been 11 or 12 when my dad was 37. So I remember 37-year-old Bill Swango well. And I, I, I look sometimes at my life, and I look at the things that dad 
had done or was doing at that age in his life. Well, he was traveling and singing with his family. And we traveled and we sang in a lot of places. The other day I was thinking, you know, uh, West Union, the... the um, Years ago, WPAY used to have gospel music, 1041 or something, and I was young when this happened, but it went off the air. There was no gospel music around the area. So they ended up starting a gospel music segment on 1031 over in West Union. Well, the way this happens is, is we are in Maysville, Kentucky, and we are uh, in at a McDonald's, and there is a sign-up for the Good Friday Gospel Concert that happens at West Union. A guy by the name of Dennis Jolly is the MC. Dad is there, and he, he looks at this poster, and he says to my mom, he says, you know, this is, a, this is a guy who probably need to talk to about getting this thing started because, you know, he's involved, he's connected. He, so it just so happens as we're walking out of the McDonald's in Maysville, Kentucky, guess who is pulling in to go in? It's Dennis Jolly. So dad and Dennis stand out in the parking lot of McDonald's and, and start talking about this plan. And, and within months, there is a Southern Gospel Music segment started on the radio. Because the Lord puts something on his heart. And you could just see the threads and the things start to connect and work together. But it was because he did. He did. What the Lord put on his heart. He was obedient. And if we want to finish well, we have to have that mindset of not leaving things undone. If the Lord has spoken, it, if the Lord has commanded it, if it was God's will for our life, then we are going to do it. We're going to move into that. We're going to step into that role and take up that mantle, what God has put in our life. We're going to see that fulfilled. And if we'll do that, we can finish well. Lastly, it's important that we keep our eyes on the prize. It's important that we keep our eyes on the prize. See, for you and I, for you and I, it's, it's easy for us to get sidetracked, to get our eyes off of what it is that we're supposed to be doing and, and what's important. But as Mickey was testifying here this morning, <coughs> this scripture, uh, this scripture is not in my notes. Okay, I just literally just pulled it up. But this scripture had popped in my head. And it's important for you and I. I think one of the keys to finishing well is what we're looking to. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight... And the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. But listen to how uh, we finish it up in verse 2. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. 
who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. When it talks about a cloud of witnesses, what, what is it really talking about? Well, if you look back at Hebrews chapter 11, it goes through all these uh, different people who through faith, in God did great things. It talks about Enoch who was translated. It talks about Moses and, and leading the children out. It talks about Moses' parents and, and putting him in the basket and letting him go down. It, it talks about Abraham and how he, he followed God and he offered up his son Isaac. And it talks about people too numerous to mention uh, the, who, who faced all these different ordeals and dangers that they faced. Looking... For the promise that was Jesus Christ. And then we get into Hebrews chapter 12. And it says, Wherefore seeing we also are compassed or surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. In other words, by, we're surrounded by people who have been a, a testimony and a testament to us. As Mickey was talking about the different people, she, she, she could think about the different people who went to, to church here and who've had an impact in her life. You and I are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. People who have touched our life, people who pointed us in the right direction. Seeing that we also, you and I, me and you, are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. Great examples for our life of what it means to be Christians, what it means to be men and women of God, what it just means to be men and women. You and I have had great examples in our life that point us to Christ. You know what? Let us lay aside... Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which sidetracks our life. And what? Run. Run. Run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking to Jesus Christ, the author and finisher of our faith. How do you finish well? You got to get past your past. Just get over it. You make mistakes, you make bad choices, you made bad decisions. You got to get past your past. Quit disqualifying yourself from God's grace because of your mistakes, because of your shortcomings, because of your failures. Quit stepping out of the circle because you think you're not good enough. Get past your past. We have to learn to be people that don't leave things undone. When God calls it, when God commands it, whatever it is that God speaks into our life, whatever it is He calls us to do, do it. See it through to completion. See it through to the end. Until God says He's finished. And run with our eyes fixed on Jesus. We can do those things. We can finish well. We may have said in the beginning, no, I'm not going out to the field. No, Dad, I'm not doing it. You ain't going to catch me out there working today. It's Saturday. I got a date. I ain't going there, Dad. We may have said that. 
Doesn't mean we can't finish well. Doesn't mean we can't finish well. Thank you for listening to the Stockdale UCC podcast. We hope this has been a blessing to you and that you will share this with your family and friends. For more information about Stockdale United Christian Church, please visit us at stockdaleucc.org and be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at stockdale underscore UCC.